I want to talk to you about uh, the power of a focused life. The power of living a life that has focus, that has intention, that has direction, that has vision. Um, and and, and I'm, 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 I'm basing a lot of the, uh, the material and the title um, from this message on, <laughs> and the notes, that, uh, on Mike Bickle. In fact, they still have his name on it. Um, <laughs> uh, two reasons. A, he used a PDF, and I didn't feel like typing it by hand into a Word document and erasing his name and putting my own. And B, <laughs> I just figured, you know, credit. Give credit where credit's due. <laughs> but... Um, I, uh, I, I first listened to this. He has a four-part teaching, which I highly recommend. It's available on his website, mikebickle.org. Um, this is, I think, just the most useful, most powerful resource in, in, in my life. Um, and, I, and I first listened to it in 2009 and um, have listened to it probably usually two to three times a year. Um, I like to listen to this message to just kind of realign and refocus. And I've been listening to it again this week. And, and even just that I listen to it every, you know, the, usually every few months, not, not all the time, but, um, but listening to it is like, oh, Jesus, like we're, we're getting refocused. And it just was like, it, it was like someone had put glasses on my eyes. I'm like, wow, I've been walking around all this time, you know, for just, just kind of, it's, it's easy to lose that focus. It's easy to get distracted by things, but we keep that vision in front of us that God's put in our hearts and that God's made us for. We put that in front of us. It starts to direct the decisions, the choices that we make in our lives. Um, you know, uh, Tracy, I really liked her message on Sunday and, um, and, and last Thursday, and I, I, would, I would strongly encourage you to, to, to listen to it um, because she just talked about 2014 and some places where we're headed, and, um, and, and, and it's just um, a couple of things that she mentioned I just want to remind us of because I think it just ties right in with what I'm going to talk to you about tonight is that um, she mentioned that she, um, 2014 is being a time of unhinged acceleration. That God is, is, God's been, I mean, you ever, have you seen the movie The Crudes? <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> okay, it's a DreamWorks or something movie. Um, baby, um, the little baby that's like this little animal. <laughs> and, and in the opening scene, it's, got this, it's about cavemen and, and this little baby that's just charged and full of energy. They're chasing down this animal to, to get food, to get this egg for the, to feed their whole family. And, uh, and, and, and the father says, release the baby. <laughs> and the ba they, let, they just drop the baby and the baby goes, <laughs> and darts for that animal. It's, or like, Jack Jack and the Incredibles, um, if you've seen that. I love those movies. But um, if you haven't seen The Cruise, go watch it. I mean, the gospel is laced all throughout that, that movie. Um, but it really is. They almost quote scripture like a number of times. Um, anyway, this just, there, there's, God's, God's stirring some people up, and he's about to say, release the baby. <laughs> And it's going to go <laughs> unhinged, acceleration, and we're going to get what we're looking for. Um, the Lord also talked about um, this um, being a calling back to, to a place of rest, a time of being still, of being silent. And actually, I'm going to talk more about that on this coming Sunday, um, that particular topic. Um, and, so, um, and, and then also, the third thing, pruning the good to get to the great. 
pruning the good to get to the great. God's heart for you is to have that unhindered, unhinged acceleration. Um, but in order to launch into what he wants us to go into, there, there's some things that we've got to throw aside. Um, good things, too. That, that, that maybe served us in the past season, but that will not serve us in this coming season. Um, and Jesus, we want to we wanna lock in and say, okay, Holy Spirit, what are you doing? What, come, come and do what you need to do in my life. If there's anything I need to lay aside, go do it. Um, come and do it, Lord, and show, show me what to do. Um, she, she talked about identifying God-given voices in our life, to speak into our life, updating our priorities and relationships, um, being still, being silent, looking, just setting our mind on the goal of intimacy with Jesus, of intimacy with those people that God's called us to walk with in this season, and then going out. And as I've been thinking about that this week, I just, I, I imagined a pinball machine. And, and, you know, on the, on the pinball machine, as you're launching the ball, you're pulling back that lever, and the ball is just locked in. It's just right there at rest, ready, but there's a pulling back. And when you let go, release the baby. <laughs> um... God's calling us to, to draw back and draw into his presence um, in, in, a, in, a, in a more focused way, which is why I want to talk to you about this tonight, too. Um, and, 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 and as he's doing that, he wants us to be ready to go out and to launch into what he has, this, um, what he has for us in this coming year. So um, we, want to say, we want to say, Papa, I want everything for my life. I want everything for 2014 that you have available to me. How can I lock in with what you're doing, Jesus? And, and that's what this message is about. And, 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 and with vision, with focus, that's what's going to, by the grace of God, going to get us there. Um, Proverbs 29, 18 says, where there is no vision, the people perish. Or where there's no revelation... Where there's no direction communicated or understood, that the, the people perish. Um, another translation says, where there's no revelation, people cast off restraint. Um, this, this, and, 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 a, and a lot of people I know, my age, younger and older, have very unrestrained lifestyles and appetites. Um, and, 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 and what I'm going to talk to you is, is, is about some kind of disciplines, but it's, it's not really about discipline. It's about what God's set in front of you Amen. and positioning yourself to, to, to walk in the fullness of that. Um, whew, Jesus. Where there's no revelation, people cast off restraint. But you can read it the other way as well. Where there is vision... Where there is clear direction, people will be restrained. People will be, and I want to use a different word because we, we use that negative. People will be focused, intentional with their choices and actions. And, 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 and I, I, my heart is to invite us into something tonight. Um, and, 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 to, and, 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 and things might shake us up a little bit. It's okay to be shaken out of a, out of a, out of, I, I don't, I want us going where God is going. Okay. So, um, everyone, um, say this word with me. Now, some of you might get offended. 
by hearing it or saying it, but I just, I really want you to say it with me. Say it, repeat after me. Plan. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I feel like everybody is participating. Um, plan is not a dirty word. It is a very clean and happy word. In fact, the Lord says, I know the plans I have for you. Plans, say it again, plans. You can add an S that time. Um, <laughs> to prosper you. To give you a hope and a future. God's saying, I am meditating regularly on how to make your life awesome. <laughs> that's pretty cool <laughs> that's a pretty cool God um, I want a hope I want a future for you I want vision and direction the context of that passage is that Israel's actually just been sold off into Babylonian captivity but the Lord's saying look even though things are really difficult right now and, 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 and I'm, I just want to give you a message of hope that I still have good planned for you. And I don't want you to lose sight of this. But I need you to lock in on me and what I'm doing. So plans, um, there are a couple of op opposite extremes when it comes to a plan, which do make it a dirty word. Neither of them are healthy. Um, um, but um, a lot of people, um, when, uh, when they think of the word plan... Um, they say plans are too legalistic. I don't want to get under the law. I don't either. <laughs> um, but plans are not about being legalistic. They, the plans are a tool. They're not bondage. They're a guideline. They're a step. Uh, they're, 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 they're helping stepping stone. Good plans will help you, not hinder you. Others say, well, I just want to be led by the Holy Spirit. And, and you know, they're just kind of sitting around, just, you know, waiting on the next thing to fall in their lap and kind of, oh, Lord, what's, you know, wherever the wind blows me today. Um, you know, and it's, and, and, you know, one year, two years, five years, ten years goes by and you're on the same couch. <laughs> you're like, the wind hasn't taken you any. Anywhere. <laughs> the wind has left you right there. You're just watching reruns of the same old episodes. Um, wow. Okay. Um, but, um, you know, the, this assumes that the leadership of the Holy Spirit is only spur of the moment spontaneous in nature. Um, now that happens. The Holy Spirit, he, you know, sometimes he just says, here, we're going this way. And you say, okay, here we go, Lord. Um, I think about Paul. Paul is preaching the gospel and he goes into a certain town and he's just driven. He's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preach the gospel to these people. And then while he's there, he has a dream about someone saying from Macedonia saying, come here, we need help. And so Paul adjusts his plans and his directions because the Lord was... But the thing that made him so adjustable is he was like baby... <laughs> he, his heart was stirred to go somewhere and do something. He just needed the Lord to direct him where, and then he would unleash him. Um, the, um, the Holy Spirit um, loves plans. He loves order. He loves vision. You read through the prophets of Scripture. You read through the book of Revelation. There is a very outlined way of how things are going to wrap up before Jesus returns. Now, there's a lot of room in there. For other things to happen, there is room for, and, and we can, and, and as God 
declares good things or bad things happening, we as the people of God can intervene. But he's saying these are, these are plans set up and there will be some room to move, a lot of room, there'll be freedom. But I, 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 I'm, I want to give you vision and direction for where this is going so you're not aimless. So um, planning is the same thing as being led by the Holy Spirit when you get your plan from God. Colossians 1.9, Paul is praying, I pray that the Father would give you, uh, that would fill you with the knowledge of his will. Insert in there the knowledge of his plan to make your life awesome. <laughs> I like that word. Um, spiritual wisdom, understanding, and I insert supernatural wisdom. I say, God, I need supernatural wisdom and understanding because I want to get on your agenda. And I want to go where you're going. Um, um, the, the, our tendency to get cynical about goals and time management um, is, is usually a few reasons. A, we've either been under bad teaching, um, some which, which um, get, uh, um, that say negative things about, about goals and plans, that, um, some that just, just don't have the revelation or understanding. Um, but uh, two, they've tried it and they've got under legalism or perfectionism or performance. Um, and, uh, and, I, and I, I see this, and I, I struggle with this in my own life, and that's why I realign every few months. I'm like, okay, God, I want to I get refocused and say, God, is this what you're saying? Is this what you're saying? Is, is, is this where you want me to go? Because I want my time. I don't know about you, but my time is really, I, I want my time to count. You know, and, and, and I want to look back 10, 20, 30 years from now and, and when I stand before the judgment seat of Christ and, and to look back and say, I may not have done it perfectly, but I don't want this overriding feeling of, wow, I just wasted like my entire life. I want a plan. Um, I want direction from the Lord. So let's just settle this issue. It's, it's not about striving our way to God. It's not about saying, God, here's my cool little plan. Do you like me better now? It's saying, I'm going to sit down, quit being busy, which Matthew can get really good at. But then he sits down and says, okay, Papa, what are you doing? Where are we going? Commit your way to the Lord. He will direct your steps. And so I do that. I look at, I actually, I get my schedule, whether I have it printed out or on my, on my computer screen, I have these goals, and I just say, Papa, here it is. Adjust and change. And then, well, what if it's the wrong thing? What if I planned the wrong thing? What if I did? I say, step out into it. You know, you pray about it. You seek him. Then you, you set some things in order. You walk, walk under the divine wisdom and counsel. But, but if you're, you just, you go with what you know. And you, we got to trust in God's ability to redirect us if we've gone in the wrong direction. He's a really good leader. And it's about him being a better leader than we are followers. So, um, so it's, I love C.S. Lewis, this quote from him. It says, it's not the load that breaks you down. It's the way you carry it. If you're trying to carry a load or create a load for yourself that isn't from God, you're likely going to feel stress and anxiety. And, and, and when, when, when that stress and anxiety rises up in me, it's like, okay, dial back down. Father, what are you doing? Because our tendency is to take on burdens and responsibilities and activities that really aren't benefiting us or contributing to what we were created to do and experience. 
Casey's doing a little dance back there. He's pretty excited about this. <laughs> now he's embarrassed. Sorry. <laughs> so, um, if you are, if a good plan is actually going to help you feel hopeful, energetic, and less burdened. You know, when, when sometimes when I, when I'm, and, I, and, and, and even, I'll be honest, over, over this, this past, uh, then over this, this year, this new year, I've been reevaluating. And, and I've noticed some things that haven't quite been in order. And I'm just like, oh, why was I, you know, where did that time go? And, and it's just, and, and there's a tendency to look at everything and just be like, oh, gosh, this seems so overwhelming. But when I sit down and I hear from him, he, first of all, he says, Matthew, it's going to be okay. I'm a much better leader than you are a follower. Like, all right, good, back. And then once, but once I start getting, oh yeah, this is what drove me before. This is what I'm excited about. This, so I'm gonna put this into my schedule. And then I'm looking at my schedule, and it's it's there are some things that may change. I, I actually reevaluate it every few months, and sometimes within that, I have to change it just a little bit. I, I tweak it. Um, doesn't like do a massive overhaul, but I like to reevaluate it because um, be, be, because I just it, it helps me stay align. It helps me stay focused. And when I see it on paper, I'm like, I can, wow, I can do this. I can do this. And, 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 and I just think, you know, when it comes to, we need to know where our days and our time and our hour is going. Your time is your life. Your time is your life. Money is power, but time is life. Money is power, but time is life. And we want to be spending um, that time as, as wisely as possible. So just a few scriptures on goals and time management. Habakkuk 2, 2 to 3. Write the vision. Make it plain on tablets. He was prophesying the, the iPads and the Androids. <laughs> Make it plain on your iPad that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. So, so write it down. Write it down. Uh, Proverbs again. Where there's no vision, the people perish. They cast off restraint. They, it, put it this way. They, they waste time. They squander time. Um, so, Ephesians 5. So, see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Another translation says, making the most of every opportunity. Um, and those are the ones that are presented before you. And those are the ones that we can get a heads up on some things from the Lord. And, 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 and so we're prepared for them. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. He's saying, take some time, pay close attention to what the Lord is doing in your life. You know, um, I think a lot of individuals are, are, are burned out and burdened and anxious because they're investing their time in things that aren't life-giving. Or the way that they're, that they're, I mean, it could be the right activity, but the way they're approaching it. But a lot of times, just, this, just when that happens in my life, it's like, whoa, the Lord's just like, Matthew, here's, here's what I want you to carry. Here's what I want you to carry. Here's what I want you to be invested in. Um, so we need to seek his counsel on that. Um, I like in the Amplified, look carefully then how you walk, live purposefully, Another way, live with a plan, live with vision, and worthily and accurately, not as unwise and witless, but as wise, sensible, intelligent people, making the very most of the time, buying up each opportunity because the days are evil. Um, plan, but trust God for the outcomes. 
Okay? God, I am, I'm going to seek your counsel and get your will for my life. And, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm going to step out and I'm going to do that. And I'm just going to trust you for the outcome. Um, and like I said, okay, well, I'm not hearing super specifically from God on here, but I can get an understanding of his heart in areas of time, of family, of finances, of, of all of these different areas. In fact, I'm going to pass out a, a, or actually when I say I, I'm going to recruit some volunteers to pass out some handouts that list these different things that you can start asking the Lord questions about these things. And, and you may not hear an exact thing, but what's in your heart? And, and put that down and go with it. And then if, and if it is, you know, a little off the Lord, he is really good about redirecting. Um, but he wants to see us focused. He wants to see us finding his, his will. And he wants to see us going somewhere. So, um, ultimate key to getting things done. I really like this. Um, one thing. One thing is necessary. Mary had a lot that she could be doing. Um, and Jesus said, there is one thing that is necessary. Mary is chosen to sit at my feet to hear my voice. And, um, and he said, that's not going to be taken away from her. And the difference between Mary and Martha is Martha was anxious about many things. And so she lost sight of the one thing. The face of Jesus. One thing is necessary. And as we, as we sit at his feet, as we take that time to pull back, to dial down, to say, okay, Father, what are you saying? What are you doing? And even just, just your intimacy with Jesus, um, he can put things in order. And he can give you the guidance and direction to give you the practical steps. Um, but that one thing is necessary. Um, worry about many things. Or focus on the one thing. Um, it's got to be the priority. So, um, many people don't pursue things they want to pursue. A, because they don't know where to start. And um, two, they don't have a um, A and two. Um, <laughs> I have a friend that does that all the time. So, it just happens automatically now. <laughs> because I've heard it so much. Um, they don't know where to start. And they don't have an action plan. Um, and I'm going to hit more on that next week. And... Um, and uh, um, but I wanted to really hit more on, on vision and, and goals here. But um, so we'll talk about that. We'll, I'll give you some tools um, to, to build that. Um, God has a vision for your life. He wants to show you how to spend your life resources, your time, your money, your investments, um, your, your relationships. And we need clarity. So and it takes time. It really does take time to develop these goals, to put it, to have a clear action plan, to put it in a schedule. Um, and, and, and I just want to say that it is so worth it. It is so worth it. When the Lord first started hitting me this in 2009, I mean, I love Jesus. I was, you know, um, in full-time ministry, and, 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 and I wanted people to know the Lord. And, uh, but when it, when it, especially when it came to, like, my prayer life, it was just, well, you know, if I, if I wake up on time, you know, <laughs> and then, you know, we have the weekly prayer meeting, and we have the thing. And, 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 but this, this really helped me say, okay, I need to be intentional about my life in God and the way he wants me to invest these different things that he's trusted me with. Um, it takes time to get a clear plan to break it down, but don't give up. Don't give up. Um, I, uh, I like to talk to people. 
I like to, I like to say, here's my plan. Here are my goals. Here are my, you know, um, and, and, and Anne Marie and, and Crystal Stanley is, is Crystal in here. Oh my gosh. You need to see the stuff that she, this, this notebook she's come up with. I just so inspired, <laughs> but, but, um, we're the, we're going to hang out next week and just say, okay, what? And, and, and we were doing that this past, uh, that past semester. We, we didn't meet so much up the past month, but I, I said, you know what? I think we need to do that again. And, and both of them like, yes, please, you know, because when somebody else is hearing these things and you're, you're just, you're communicating just these, these, these goals, these passions and, and, and what that's going to look like for your life, what the Lord's spoken to you, it, it just helps to talk to somebody and to encourage you and to pray for you. And, 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 and because the tendency sometimes can be, oh, you know, I haven't really fallen through or followed through with it hundred percent. And then we just give into that lie and over time, we just totally lay it aside and we're right back and aimless again. Um, but, the, but with people around you that love you and that, 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 can, that can say, hey, this is, this is what God spoke to you. Remember this. Remember that. Keep going. Don't give up. Here's what the Lord showed me. And I, and I, and I see how God's helping other people do it. It gives me hope. You know? So, um, so it's pretty exciting. So um, these four components of a focused life. Number one, overall life vision. Um, what's the thing you're going to live for? Um, people like... Mike Bickle, he says it this way. He says, there, 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 there are people who say, I, I die for this. I, I die for Jesus. I die for the word of God. I die for my, well, if you'll die for it, live for it. <laughs> Incorporate it into your life and ask Jesus how to do that. Um, Jesus. Um, you know, the, Jesus in Matthew 24, he gives um, a few different parables about um, about the judgment seat of Christ. And everybody in this room one day is going to stand before the Lord. And um, and and what and and we and and there were things that he's going to ask us about. Um, he talked about in Matthew twenty five with the wise and foolish virgins, cultivating that oil of intimacy with Jesus. And the thing about that parable is that those wise virgins that took time to get extra oil in the time of delayed promise. They pulled back, kept growing in intimacy with Jesus. And it made them ready for when that promise was fulfilled. But the unwise... It'll be okay. Whatever shall be, shall be. When the time came for that promise to be fulfilled, they were unprepared. And the Lord, he tells us these things so he can set us up for success. He gives a parable about relationships and influences with people. That he trusts, he's trusting people over his house. He's trusting people in positions of authority. And, and he's saying when that master comes back, if he is, it's, it's, it's a wise and good servant if he's taken care of the household, if he's stewarded those relationships, if he's, if he's really invested in the people that, that the Lord's entrusted him with um, at that time. Um, um, money and work, the parable of the talents, the, 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 the master was coming back saying, what, what, what happened with what I gave you? Um, the, and, and, and then serving those in need. He's, he's going to ask us about those things. Um, and, and here were the words that he used, um, and I just, my heart is, is not to bring condemnation, but just to use the words of Jesus, is, is, is the people that were um, deemed unwise in these parables, he called them foolish, 
um, wicked and lazy. And that's, guys, that, that's not who we are. We, we're, we're sons of God. And we, we have access to relationship with the Holy Spirit and say, Lord, what do you, how can I make the most of this? Because the thing God gives us, he actually gives us for our enjoyment. He gives you talents and resources based on your, based on your ability, based on, and based on, he says, I think they're really going to like this. And his heart is to say, I want to set them up for success because he is so much more committed to our greatness and our success than we are. He's saying, please come talk to me about these things. I want to help you. I want to help you. Um, so, um, life goals, long and short term, measurable. And these goals serve, um, they serve our life vision. And, I'm, and, you know, I have some general goals for what I want to be true of me when I'm, when I'm you know, 20, 30 years down the road. Um, and, uh, um, but, uh, but I have some, I have some other ones. What Lord, and, 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 and have this great little handout that I'm just going to go ahead and have you pass out Vince and Chad. There's two. So everybody needs each one that you have. And when I first listened to this teaching, Mike Bickle, I, I didn't really, I, I didn't have this thing. I wasn't thinking about, okay, what's going to happen when I'm 50. I'm just like, you know, I just. I don't know. I just hope I still like Jesus, you know? <laughs> what? <clears throat> Did I look good, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> please, Jesus, let me keep every follicle here um, as much as possible. But if not, you know, that's okay too. But, um, but, but when I listened to this, I was like, I don't even know where to start with that. So Mike Bickle listed off a few general ones, and I was like, well, you know, got to start somewhere. So I just started with that. He, he just mentioned really simple things of, I, I want to know the word. I want to have an anointed prayer life. I want a friendship with my family. I want to I I be in shape. Um, I was working out with Sandin, so haven't quite got that one. Um, but, uh, <laughs> so... Um, but, uh, but it gave me a starting point. Um, but you can, one of the handouts that you have just has just seven different areas of your life. That, that, that just write it down, write down in a, in, a, in a sentence or two what it is that you want in this area. Ask the Lord about it. Um, and then we need an action plan. We need some steps with measurable concrete steps that have deadlines. I want to read through the book of John by March. You know, <laughs> put it down. Write it down. Write the goal. Write the vision down, and run with it. And um, and and, and as I revisit these things, as I revisit this this action plan, which we're going to talk more about next week, is that that it it kind of it just pulls me back in and says, okay, you know this this is helping keep my time focused. Um, it makes all the difference, and um, you won't keep it a hundred percent. In fact, if you keep it, you know, eighty percent, that's like really good. It's really good. Um, um, 70% of a plan is better than 100% of nothing. You know? And a lot of people are doing 100% of nada. <laughs> um, but, you know, and as you're starting, it may be like, oh, you know, I'm kind of in like the 30, 40% range. You know, well, it was better than the 100% of nothing before. Let's get started. Let's get going somewhere. Ask Holy Spirit for help. Ask people around you. There are people in your life. There are people in my life that are better at this than I am. So I'm like, <laughs> because, um, 
because I want to use my time well. I want to use my time well. Um, have an action plan for these areas that are important. Have an action plan for Bible study. And we'll, we'll talk more about those things. But then a schedule. And this is really, really important. And this is probably where it's, it's uh, um, the least, the most, or the most disconnect happens. Is actually putting these things on your planner, on your schedule. Um, um, you may not carry a day timer. I, I, I like to, I have an Excel document where I just have Matthew's weekly schedule. And I like to print it out and just like look at it. Like, okay, what am I doing tonight? You know, <laughs> because, <laughs> and, and just a lot of people, you ask them what they, what they do in a normal day to day. You know, it's, it's, they, they have no idea where that time has gone. And, and, and that's like over, over time, that's like, 10 years, 20 years goes by. That's, that's a lot of hours. That's like lifetimes and years that go by. And, and it just, just, whew. um, so, um, but your schedule, and, and this isn't just about being busy. It's actually the opposite. It's, it's about scheduling the things that are important to you. It's about scheduling relationships and rest. Um, um, it's about uh, study time, prayer time, um, um, exercise, what, whatever it is. You're, 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 um, and, and you'll grow in your ability. And again, you're not going to keep it 100%, but you have something. And, and, if it, and, if, and if some kind of divine interruption, some kind of you know, distraction or something, some emergency comes up, you leave room for that. Um, and, you, know, you, you, you expect those things to happen, but then having the plan helps you get right back on it. And it helps you just redirect um, your, your time and your priorities. So, um, but uh, you can leave your schedule for emergencies, for divine surprises. Um, but, uh, but sometimes you're just going to look at your schedule and say, I don't feel like doing this right now. And you're going to set it down and grab some ice cream. And that's okay. <laughs> you're going to say, I, I just, I'm going to go have a cup of coffee and read a book or do nothing or, you know, Go high five somebody new. <laughs> that's just what I feel like doing sometimes, um, and that's okay. And that, and I do that. I look at my schedule, and I'm just like, man, I, you know what? I'm not going to do this right now. <laughs> I'm just, and I set it down. But, but having the plan and having the schedule helps me do it regularly. And, and, it, and it actually gives me a sense of freedom to when, when an emergency or when something comes up, just like it's, you know, it's. It's not the end of the world. I have something that's going to help realign me. Um, so, um, why is it such a big deal? Again, money is power, but time is life. Time is life. To squander time is to squander life itself. It is to squander destiny. And it's one thing to say, I'm really passionate about my destiny. God, I really want my destiny. But, 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 but then when there's not a connection of how you spend your time, it's, friends, it's the exact same thing. If, you're, if, if you have a lock-in on what your idea of your destiny is, but a complete looseness and disregard for your time, that, that destiny, it, it's a pipe dream. Um, the Lord's saying, I have dreams, I have plans for you. And I want to fill you with the knowledge of my will. And I want to help you. I want to give you grace. You know the Holy Spirit's name? Helper. <laughs> Help! Yes. Here I am. <laughs> He's right there. Um, and that's what I've been doing. That's what I do. Every time I realign my schedule, I'm like, help, Jesus, help me. Help me. Help me. Help me keep it. Help me. 
Help me. And because, what, it, and it's not about, again, it's not about just so I can say that I'm disciplined or so that I can say, look, God, look like I did, I did something great. It's saying, Lord, I want everything that you have available for me. And I want to position myself to receive it. Um, so, a um, couple more points. And we're going to wrap up. But um, lethargic believers can usually be traced back to, to, about, um, to about three things. One, rebellion and sin. If, if people are willingly and persistently, habitually saying, no, <laughs> Jesus, I don't want to obey you in that area. That's going to drain the life out of you. Um, and, uh, and if that's what you did yesterday, hit delete and say, <laughs> let's move on. You know, <laughs> there is a holy delete button called the mercy of God that can wash that away. And, but, 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 but I don't want to, I, I love that button and I carry that button around with me everywhere I go. Um, <laughs> but, but I want to, I want to hit the grace button sometimes too. You know, all the time. And there's a difference. The mercy is, takes care of the mistakes of yesterday. The grace is the empowerment for today and tomorrow. Okay? And I want whenever I need them. You know? but, but, but let's hit grace. Let's hit grace. Let's hit grace as much as possible so that we can walk out with the life that God has for us today and tomorrow. Um, forget what lies behind. Press on to what lies ahead. Reaching forward to the upward call of God and the prize in Jesus Christ. Love that verse. Um, another thing is wrong identity before God. It can produce this lethargy. It just gets us, you know, we, we can have this vision of God as a, as a harsh taskmaster. And, 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 or we can have it just that he's mostly mad, mostly sad, mostly angry. And, 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 and the, the getting into the word of God and into the place of prayer and letting him renew your mind will release life on your, on your inner man. Um, so, uh, but, but a big reason too, that people, that believers are lethargic is because they squander their time habitually. Um, and, and there's, there's little to no focus on it. And, um, but the Lord's saying, redeem the time, redeem the time, redeem the time. So, um, we want to walk in the anointing, whether I'm in ministry or in business or whatever. Um, it's so related to wisely using our time and getting a, into that presence of God and hearing his voice. Okay? Um, so, wasted time is wasted destiny. Oh, Jesus. Help us. Um, so, Vince, do you have anything you want to say? Yeah. Vince has this really good acronym, so write this down. It's just some practical ways. And anything else you want to say? Anything. Anything. Um, we were talking <clears throat> earlier about what Matthew was going to uh, speak on tonight. And uh, the Lord spoke to me uh, after that and uh, gave me this acronym, SMART. How to be smart in 2014. And... Uh, if you are wise enough to follow me on Twitter, you already know this. Um, but <laughs> S, S stands for set specific goals, meaning that if you, are, if you actually want to accomplish something, your goal can't just be like, be cooler. Like, you have to like, be specific and like, 
like for me, one of my goals is I want to, um, I'm finishing my first book. I'm hoping, hoping to be, yeah, uh, hoping to be published by my mother's birthday, which is uh, the middle of next month. Uh, and I want to finish writing my second book and be published by Christmas. So like very specific, very like, I will know if I have accomplished that or not. So that's the S. Uh, the M is make manageable plans. So uh, that goes back to what Mike slash Matthew said, uh, that you're, like, when you make a plan, don't just make a plan, make it, like, manageable. Make it something that you can actually do. One of the hardest parts, and I've, I've been doing this, I've listened to Power of Focus Life in 2005, um, and it just changed my world and Mike Mike's insane he he <laughs> takes his whole life and goes 15 minute increments and like sticks to it I'm like you crazy <laughs> I'm like I'm getting crazy like that <laughs> um, but half an hour segments works maybe it's an hour for you whatever um, one thing I, I told the apprentices this last uh, semester was if I told you like let's say we wanted to make a mural of Matthew over here which why wouldn't we do that um, and and we and instead of I like that I don't know, <laughs> what a good-looking guy you are I mean we need a mural right there of Matthew um, if I told you to do that and I and I just said and we're gonna put a frame around it, around it what would be the first thing you wa would want to know how, how big is the frame and where's it going to go? Because you're not just going to start painting, right? Because you might get outside the, the lines. You might be too, too small. You, you don't know. And what a schedule actually does, what a plan does, is it gives you freedom. It's like that frame. Like this area of my life, mm -hmm. this time during the day is for writing. And that means that I know that writing is going to get done because it's a priority in my life. Right. It's in the plan. That's when it happens. I don't have to worry about it not getting done because it's going to happen between 2 o'clock and 5 o'clock. Make sense? So it actually gives you a lot more uh, freedom to do that within the, the framework. So if, it'd be like putting the frame up there and then you can just paint on the inside. You don't have to worry. You can just go right up to the edge. Okay, so first one, S is set specific goals. M, make manageable plans. A, ask for assistance. You can't do your calling by yourself. That's right. That, I mean, that is just the... That's the biggest error we, we get into is we think, we're like, it's my calling, so I will do it on my own. Okay, <laughs> good luck with that. Have you, ever, have you ever read Lord of the Rings? Like, yes. It, it's, it's one of the most prophetic books of how to accomplish goals, really. Because, it, it, like, these people over here, this one chunk of the fellowship are doing things just to distract so that these two other guys can, like, do the really important thing. And the one guy that you think it's all about, it, it's not all about him. It's actually this other one that, like, actually carries him. Did you know that Tolkien actually said that that, that that book was, the hero of the book was not uh, Frodo, it was Samwise. You need to watch the movie again. <laughs> no. Come over. <laughs> we'll just have a little fun night. Okay, so ask for assistance. Get help from people. If you don't know how to do something, ask somebody who's doing it and, and they can show you how to do it. Matthew knows how to do everything, so just ask him. It's because I ask everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the R in SMART is reevaluate regularly. Yes. Like, make a plan. Mm -hmm. And like Matthew was saying, like, tweak it. 
all the time because sometimes you'll make this awesome plan and you're like, I'm going to work out this many hours a day for the rest of my life. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I can't do that because I actually have to like pay bills and like <laughs> go to work and take a shower. Like, one of the funniest things is when somebody like blocks out a thing, it's like, get up in the morning and then somehow they transport and they're at work. It's like, how did you get to work so fast? Like, have you mastered that? No, there's travel time. Like you have to tweak things because you, you mm -hmm. get unmanageable and you get in crazy town. So reevaluate. <laughs> and the last one I have is, to do laundry. What? Like, I have to clean have to my clean clothes. My, I've got a vacuum. Are we supposed to have servants? Is that what angels are for? No, no right. Uh, and the last one is take your time seriously. Yeah. Uh, and and that also means taking your uh, not only your time, like taking what you do seriously, but take responsibility for how you spend your time. Mm -hmm. Don't just like expect that because you made a plan and you have a schedule and you print it out and it's in your wallet and it's in your purse and it's written on your wall. All of a sudden, magically, you're going to be disciplined. Like you have to actually control your life. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's a thing called the fruit of the spirit, which is called self-control. And that's being the king of yourself. That's a, it's like our least favorite Right after patience, that's like the the least favorite. Oh yeah, of the fruit. Um, <laughs> long suffering. Long suffering. <laughs> Other yeah, that, That'll change your like, perspective oh, on it, right? Um, okay, so let me reiterate them, just in case you missed them. Mm -hmm. uh, set specific goals. Make manageable plans. Ask for assistance. Reevaluate regularly, and take your time seriously. And this is a word that I um, I gave to uh, some business people in Grapevine the other night got them crying in a restaurant. That was awesome. You were? Yeah. Okay. It was really fun. And, uh, I, I said, you're too big of a deal to be focused on yourself. <laughs> what? The, the reality is that the, your story, the story of your life is not about you. You're not, you're not the focus of your story. You're too big of a deal. What you have to contribute is way too big for you to be looking at yourself when you've got this huge goal and this incredible king that's coming to the earth and we're preparing the way for him. Like you are really important. So get your, get your eyes off of yourself and get it on the task at hand in the preparation for the king. Mm -hmm. That's good. That is all. Thanks, Vince. Thank you. Yeah. So look at these handouts. Um, this one, the power of focused life, need for vision. Life vision. Vision is going to drive everything. Time is up. Um, so do this. Write down a vision in just a sentence or two. So simple. I, wanna, I want God to, what do you want Jesus to say about you at the throne? I want him to say, Matthew, you loved well. I want to be seen as great in God's eyes. That's it. It's that simple. It really is. Um, and, and just look at these areas and pray through them. Set some things. What God, 2014. If you want to use this, um, this, this can help you out just in all the different areas. And, and you can start with your schedule. But uh, come with questions next week. We're going to talk some more. And, and I want to have a, like a panel discussion, too. For um, Some of you are, 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 are moms and businessmen in and, and, and different stages in your life. And we want to get some uh, questions and, and wisdom on, uh, for each of you there. So... Thank you.